Golden Spiral Media presents Chester's Mill Gazette, an Under the Dome podcast. Hey, Domeheads, it's time. Doug and Karen are ready to deliver the latest issue of Chester's Mill Gazette and share their thoughts on this week's episode of Under the Dome. Are you ready? Here are your hosts, Doug and Karen. Here are your hosts, Doug and Karen, welcoming you and thanking you for reading this beautiful, fun-filled, fact-filled episode, issue, sorry, of the Chester's Mill Gazette. I am medical beat reporter Doug Payton. And I am Dharma Foot, I mean, Action Footage Editor Karen Lindsay. We're hot off the presses with this issue for season three, episode five, entitled Alaska. I don't know. I guess I'll just tell Alaska. I don't know. Oh, no. Sorry. Yes. Well, we are, in fact, published by Golden Spiral Media. That's right. They're cool. At goldenspiralmedia.com. You didn't do that. I didn't do that. It wasn't worth it. It really wasn't. At goldenspiralmedia.com slash dome or dome or something. And don't forget the ever-expanding Golden Spiral Media Facebook page and the also constantly expanding Chester's Mill Gazette Facebook page. Oh, my goodness. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of more folks added to the group this time around. And you'll... Every day. Every single... Well, almost every day. Yeah, and you'll 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 hear some more of the uh, Barbies of the week that came from there later on in the episode. But look for Chester's Mill Gazette on Facebook, and you can't miss us. You really can't. I know. And there's a bajillion or so other uh, podcasts that Golden Spiral Media does. And if you go to goldenspiralmedia.com/slash/itunes, you'll find them all. There's tons of them. There's something for everyone, unless you really don't like podcasts. I don't know. I know. And then, of course, if you come to goldenspiralmedia.com slash dome, you could buy things like, oh, I don't know, the first two seasons of uh, the of Under the Dome on DVD. You know, or the or, book. Or the book, even, yes, to see how in the world they screwed it up. No. <laughs> and a portion or of that. Or you could see the book, which is completely different from the show. That's true. That's what you meant to that, say. That's what, well, you know, yeah, same, same sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Or you could buy any other Stephen King book, like Christine. Or uh, The Stand. Who we're going to talk about tonight. We are. Or The Stand. That's or true. The Tommy Knockers. All or, that sort of thing. Yeah. And if you do, let me t- tell you something here. This is cool. It's not going to cost you anything more. It's cool. Nope. Not a penny more. But we get a kick uh, uh, finder's fee. Uh, that's right. That's right. All right. Finder's fee. That's right. Help or you could buy the- Lost. You could. All the seasons of Lost. Everything that we reference today, you can, <laughs> all the other <laughs> TV shows and movies we reference today, you can do that there too. That's right. Oh, it's classic. All righty. Uh, the writer for this wonderful episode, Alaska, I don't know if either of these people have been to um, to Alaska, but Bronwyn Garrity. I don't know, Alaska. <laughs> Thank you. All right. You got that one. That's right. Bron- so I was making fun of you. That was the funny part, right? <laughs> and I deserved it. Every bit of it. Bronwyn, I love that name. I know, me too. Bronwyn so Garrity pretty. was the writer. 
And Dave Barrett was the director. I went to school with a guy named Dave Barrett, but I don't think he is a TV director. I don't know. You never know. Maybe he really got, you know, got out of the whole business thing and decided to go into TV directing. Could be. Could be. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about some headlines here. Uh, let's see. Let's uh, get the uh, that old uh, typewriter cranked up again. Ow! There we go. And we <laughs> have it, some... It actually meat. flew off. I, go the get end. it. I'll, get, I'll get, get our staff to go you know, find it. Hit my it. cat on the head. That's not good. Wow. <laughs> um, Frequent listener and commenter, Lawrence Griffin. Hi, Lawrence. Um, and and frequent f- follow Friday tweeter, let me tell you right now. No, he's awesome. He's we see that, favorite. Lawrence. We see it. Well, I always tweet him back. Um, my thing is, is if you give me a follow Friday, I send back follow Friday love back to whoever it is. And then I say because and then something special about the person. So if you ever do a follow Friday for me, I will do Follow Friday back, and I will give you a little personalized thing. So uh, I do that for Lawrence Griffin almost every week when he gets me back. Uh, so anyway, Lawrence Griffin, who is awesome, we have just established, um, on Facebook, gave us this news about Canadian ratings. And he says, since the return of Under the Dome, the show has been doing well in Canada, making the list of the 30 most watched shows. Yay. For the season premiere and the episode Redux, it's not redo, it's Redux. The show finished in fourth place for each episode. The season premiere was viewed by 1,550 million viewers. Well, I think what he's doing here, I think, is that it's a 1,550 million. I think that's really... Oh, 1 million, yeah. 550,000? Yeah, that's the old... Uh, it has uh, to be, right? European-Canadian thing. With they, okay. they, they swap the commas and the periods within the numbers there, okay. you know. Come on. So 1,550,000 viewers. Thank you. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a metric thing, I think. I don't know. Okay. Metric? <laughs> so confusing. That's the metric the system episode, is so confusing. And then you can see right now. Here's why. You know. It really shouldn't be because we're one of three countries that doesn't use the metric system. Um, and, 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 and we sent a man to the moon. I'm, t- I'm just saying. I know. I'm just saying. We really should switch over. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm in that camp. Just because everyone else is, we really should. Um, and the episode Redux was seen by... 1,383,000 viewers. Wow. The season premiere of Under the Dome did better than Ricky Blue. That was presented in the same time slot, finishing sixth with 1,422,000 viewers. But for the episode Redux, Ricky Blue finished in second place with 1,478,000 viewers. Good job, eh? So, eh, yeah. <laughs> so that's from Lawrence and thank you Lawrence. Um we would love to get updates on that. So if you would like to be our Canadian ratings guru correspondent, we would love to have you as a columnist on the paper Lawrence. That would be awesome. Love it. Feed us those. Uh and then for me, uh this is from TV by the numbers. Uh, under the dome led total v- viewership increases, adding 2.489 million viewers to its live plus same day viewers. Uh, its ranking was number two uh, in the percentage gain with 64 percent. 
Ooh. of a percentage gain. Um, and then that day, it came in second to Dateline. Dateline ran from 9 to 11. And I think that was the Caitlyn Jenner Dateline. Oh, could have been. Could have been. Yeah. I think it was. Uh, it ran from 9 to 11, and it got a one share with 5046000 Uh CBS is under the dome, got a 0.9 rating with uh, $4,000,000. 75,000. And then Rookie Blue got a 0.7 share with 3,066,000. So a pretty so, good showing considering that we were up against a, a, a big news topic that day. Yeah. I mean, Caitlyn Jenner is going to win. If And I'm thinking that's what it was. Oh, yeah. I'm from 9 sure. to 11? Oh, wow. Yeah. So, that's uh, certainly a special. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, pretty, I mean, I get it. So, uh, it, it, they were good numbers and the, I can see where the plus three is going to be a huge gain. Yeah. Cause everybody so was that, watching Dateline and they recorded under the dome. Everyone was shift viewing it. So, yeah. So those are the ratings Very for, cool. uh, not only this last week, but the Canadian viewership for the entire run so far. And it's looking so, good, looking good. All righty. Maybe we'll get a uh, fourth season out of this. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. All At right. least in Canada. Yes. Right? Well, yeah, maybe we'll just show it in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. I like your headline name for this episode. Well, let's, let's, let's find out what it is. Our headline is Chrome Dome is made known of Gnome. <laughs> as in Gnome, Alaska. Thank you. <laughs> I, uh, you that know. one is awesome. <laughs> well, like that was about the best thing of it. I, 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 as far as my rating, I gave it seven exploding garbage cans. It's about what I, I think, uh, I think I've given one a six. Uh, yeah. So this is a little better than the six. Um, I, I like that we're still getting lots of answers. Things are moving along here. Um, but um, but yeah, seven. I got a good solid seven. What did you give it? Yeah, I gave it the same. I gave it a seven as well. I, I think there was too much of a zombie-like thing happening in this mm. episode for me. Uh, seven, and I'm going to cop to this, seven admittedly real dogs. <laughs> so uh, in this episode, it was definitely confirmed that Indy is a real dog. So Now, you, you, you're saying Indy, and I swear I heard Andy. No, nope, I've seen it in print. Have you? Okay. It is indie. All right. I-N-D-Y. We named the dog Indy. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. That's a Sean Connery imitation. Well, Very good. yeah, kind of, sort of, huh. <laughs> I think I do a better... I got it. I think I do a better dog impression than I do a, a Sean Connery <laughs> one. <laughs> arf, arf. Thank you. <laughs> okay. okay, we're going to leave the Bird Island... Uh, story to uh, kind of the B story because right. that's kind of you know a uh, it, it kind of holds together on its own and uh, but we've got uh, you know the oxytocin crowd you know it, it seems to solve everything uh, these days over on the on the mainland man mm -hmm. alive and 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 but except one for one thing one thing it does not solve are flickering purple stones I know that right? are going out oh man yeah. alive. Why are they going out? 
I, I you would think they'd be lighting up if if they were something good for her, right? Yeah, but this it's going out, and she. I mean, she seems to be getting. She seems to be getting her way. Generally speaking, she certainly did in this episode. It. That's a good thing for her, right? I that they're expect- going out. No, no. I, 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 when she talked to Ava about that, I thought it sounded like she sounded concerned about it. Yeah, but they keep going out when something good happens. Hmm. I'm okay. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Interesting. No, I don't know. I, it, yeah, when she I... slept with Junior, she looked up and one went out. Yeah. So I don't know. I think there's Whatever. like I think we don't have the egg as a power source, and since we don't, uh, it's you know the uh, spaceship underground or the little cave of wonders, whatever is is starting to lose power. <laughs> okay. And yeah, space mountain. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> and so we have. I, I think what's happening is that it's it's she's got to get. The kinship, you know, all on the same page, moving on, da 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 da, and that will somehow power the thing, whatever the thing is. Right. So, and and even, um, you know, th- th- there were some f- a few things going on that weren't necessarily going in Christine's uh, direction. For example, you know, Barbie was talking to Eva about Eva, excuse me, about uh, Julia's suspicions. And Ava really can't deny it. I don't know how much on board she is, but that kind of pushes Barbie kind of away from the whole Christine thing. Right. But and, then, he, you know, it's a seesaw for him. Yes. He was really back and forth. Yeah. I mean, he, he's he's at one point agreeing with Pete. Yeah, Christine's not in charge. I'm in charge. You know, we're in charge. We'll just do one. You go over and tell those guys, you know, don't set up beds for people to move into the town hall. We're going to do some cleanup first. And then, yeah. What is it? Like an hour, half an hour later, he's like zombie town. Well, he's, he's certainly, like you said, like last week we thought, well, maybe when he, when she touches them, that still didn't seem to do it uh, (laughs) a lot of the times. But nonetheless, she at least, is a master manipulator. Right. And so yeah. doesn't ha- she de- she doesn't have to have a zombie necessarily. I mean, she could have done that I think with a per- person in complete control of their faculties. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is that's turning these people whether it's something chemical or just how she says things or whatever, but they're like these zombies it, now, is she, okay, she's giving people food as well. Well, if you want to call it that. Well, not just that, but <laughs> the, there's pigs that she Yes, you know, she there's brings. pigs. Mm-hmm. But there's also, also the cattle feed chili. Mmm, right? to your also ribs the there. That's right, gross. <laughs> um, so she's feeding people. So could she be feeding people the oxytocin in that? As well, or whatever it is that she's swaying them with. Hmm. Could um, be. Could be. I, I, you know, limited amount of it. You know, it sounded like she was really trying to hold back on that. I don't know. But, right. but maybe it is. Uh, she's kind of getting it in the food supply. But it was interesting when they were, uh, when Hunter was talking to, you know, Joe and Ori about, you know, come on, help out here. And we're all working together and all that. But mm-hmm. 
once again, he talks about, and we've, we've seen this tw- uh, at least, at least twice now, where he said, Oh, we were working together all night getting this ready. You know, <laughs> like they were up all night staring Doing at the moon, something. you know, right. or whatever. So it's like, these people don't need to sleep anymore when they're hopped right. up on the oxytocin? Really? Right. Yeah. And they don't understand why, but they're doing it anyway. So there's still quite a bit of uh, of Christine influence, you know, uh, uh, with the oxytocin influence all throughout the, uh, uh, right. the, the, the kinship here. This is the question that bothers me the most is what is the deal with this? Um, I would like to know how they are being changed by whatever the chemical is that was in these pods. Um, you know, why are they able to ditch their glasses? Um, what is growing in Ava? Um, you know, what is all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. Happening. And, and why are they zombies? Well, you know? I, like you said, it's zombies sometimes. Barbie at some point. Ask Christine, so who are you really? And then it just so happens, you know, weird things happen so that uh, uh, he gets interrupted and can has to do something else. We're not done with this conversation. Yeah, right. Uh, so he's got there's still something of the of the quote unquote real Barbie, shall we say? Right. Still there. But, but he's still getting swayed every once in a while. He, he keeps flip flopping. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. Which Barbie is it going to be the next time he opens his mouth? <laughs> and it seems to be Ava that's swaying him. So whenever he's with Ava, something happens and he goes with Christine. Zom- he becomes zombie Barbie. Yeah. That's not the Barbie of the week. That's not the No, Barbie it is the not week. the no, Barbie of the week. That's coming. Yeah, I'm just really confused by that whole we thing. We do see that Joe and Nori are really pretty much... Woken up. They're free. Yeah. Right. They're free from it. And uh, at one point, uh, Nori is kind of asking Joe to protect her, to protect her from, you know, the zombies. And if I ever go over to the dark side, you know. Kill me. Cut me down. And mm-hmm. I will be more powerful than you can possibly. You can buy Star Wars DVDs at the Amazon link. <laughs> <laughs> or The Walking Dead. There you go. Yes. Well, there you are. <laughs> but yeah, we've got. We've we've got them all snapped out of it, and they do seem to be, they're aware of what's going on. So when they do things like when they're when they're later on putting the solar panels up, um, and Hunter's trying to get them to come back, they've they've kind of got, they kind of know what they need to say to him. Doesn't work exactly, but they have, uh, they realize you know what's going on. Like I said, Nori is is asking to be you know take me out of if I turn into a zombie. So, mm-hmm. hmm. uh, they're getting that something's happened. They understand as much as we do. Yes, they're kind of the viewer, mm-hmm. right? And and it's clueless because what but it, what really is going on? Yeah, right. And then the thing that that got me so mad is when Hunter is coming on to her, right? And she's pushing him away, and then he falls off. They take him to to town hall. Okay, that's not the way to fix someone whose back is bad. Oh, yeah. Drag them him, him all the way to wherever that is. Yeah. Right. Uh, but then, after all that, he turns on them. Yeah. Yep. He she is, pushed me. He is under the spell. So, I'm, I'm guessing that if someone won't turn, then they need to die. 
right? Is that the deal? That seems to be. I mean, at, originally it was Christine saying that uh, Big Jim and Julie needed to die. More, more than likely, it's anybody who, uh, you know, gets who snaps out of turned. it. Yeah. Okay. All right, and I'm guessing that they all subliminally know that because if Hunter knows that, then they they know that somewhere in their head. Because, you know, they're all standing around keeping them from leaving the uh, town hall. Right. Right. So, yeah, that was that was rude. Rude and rude. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now, I there was a point where I thought that maybe Barbie was really coming out of this. And mm-hmm. he and Peter bonding over, you know, uh, you know, their their uh, military experience in Yemen. And and, and Pete calls Christine. Now, I, I think I missed it the first time, but I think I heard it later on. He Did he call her uh, the queen, essentially? Yeah. Like a queen bee. Like the queen bee or the queen ant yeah. or that sort of thing. You know, watching right. all the drones do what they wanted, what they need to do. I mean, that's, right. yeah, the drone. Ah, it could be a little more like an ant colony. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Again. Like someone's watching from yeah. above. And Pete is not really, he, he again is not. He's what not a under. misogynist, though. Well, right? yeah, you do have a point there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, he keeps calling her names, which yeah. really rubs me the wrong way, although he kind of gets his in this episode, doesn't he? Kind of, yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who would follow that chick? And I'm like, oh, oh, I want to kill him, too. If he hadn't used the word chick, that might have been, might have helped. (laughs) Well, does he say chick? He says something demeaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just can't remember what it is. But, yeah. Uh, But they do bond over the military stuff. And you're thinking that he is, Barbie at least, is kind of getting back to normal. He seems like himself, uh, at that point, but yeah, and later to. on, after having done that, you know, Barbie tries to overrule Christine's orders about, you know, moving people in, and mm-hmm. uh, Pete's all for that, um, right? You know, and I, I wrote in my notes at that point: are these both these guys at different stages of pulling away from her? Right. But then, you know, then Barbie finds the uh, the scored the cut beams, mm-hmm. and he's in, and he immediately suspects Pete. So it's it's. It's almost like that bonding has just gone out the window, you know, in a snap. Right. Right. And uh, so that but so that Christine was Christine has talked to him in the meantime. Right? That, Christine yes, has that, just that's talked true. to yeah. him. Mm-hmm. So has she done something? Has she touched him? Has she done whatever it is that that uh makes her sway him? Whatever the deal is. Yeah. I mean, I'll have to go back and look at it to see if there's something in common that she does to make them turn at that point. But, yeah, she talks to him, and then all of a sudden he changes from our Barbie into, you know, zombie Barbie. Um, and the he Barbie suspects of the week. Pete. Again, not the Barbie of the not week. The Barbie no. of the week. Yeah, although we're getting close to the Barbie of the week. Well, before we hit that, I'm going to go back yeah. to Christine and Ava because they they seem to have a like like they were together. They were a team originally when they first right. found the egg and all that stuff. And now uh, Ava, Christine seems to think Ava isn't ready. She wants to break the agreement. Um, she already, you know, has already made Barbie rather suspicious about what's going on. Just not denying that she's not. I mean, she may or may not be who she says she is. And um, 
But, you know, ultimately... He, he was not happy about Christine. No, and well, right? the other way, too. Yeah. 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 So you've got to wonder, has... Has... Uh, I mean, we, we... And we'll see this a little bit later when we talk about Bird Island. But mm-hmm. clearly, touching the egg changes you in some way. And mm-hmm. Christina has... Christine has touched it, and Ada hasn't. And right. while they may have been on the same page initially... When Christine got the big download, as we saw on the uh, the video, that is clearly changing her. Not you know, not just the cells in her body, but but her her mind as well. Maybe it's taking something else is taking control of her. Right. So Julia also touched the egg. True, but it didn't you know really zap her or anything like that. Yeah, she was it just. She, Lit up really brightly. Yeah, yeah. She dropped it, in <laughs> and the then lake. she threw it into the water. There you go. So, what did it do to her? I don't know. Maybe Nothing. It didn't seem to do anything to her. No. Maybe the download had already happened. Oh, so everything was out of it. So everything, you know, was just kind of okay. That's what I'm thinking. And okay. now, we, you know, we talked about the um, the lights going out. You know, Christina, Christina. I keep saying Christina, Christine, and mm-hmm. Ava. You know, wind up in the. Um, in the tunnels. Right. She kind of, you know, meet me in the tunnels later. And so she gets her down there. But uh, she does. Uh, uh, this is where I seem to think that she's concerned that the lights are going out. Right. That this is. Um, right. This is not a good thing. Did you get that that, that impression? Because yeah. the energy is leaving it, you know, something like that. I, I'm, I'm kind uh, of. Yeah. I'm still unsure on the lights going out thing. Mm. Um, I don't know what she, she does seem concerned. I don't know whether it's that the oxytocin is running out or the, you know, whatever the dealio is down there. There's something, there's something happening down there that she's concerned about that, you know, Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) poor Ava. Well, she finds that she really is pregnant, sort of, kind of, maybe. Sort of, yeah. And, and, of course, you know, it's not going to show on the pregnancy test because it's some weird ant thing. <laughs> it's an ant thing. You wouldn't understand. Or, or a bee. <laughs> <laughs> an ant. But but if it's really... Some weird alien baby. <laughs> like Starman. Oh, my goodness. Uh, we're not a tabloid, so we won't be reporting about an alien baby. No, I'm no, so- no, absolutely not. No. But, you know, <laughs> I'm having Barbie's alien baby. <laughs> that would not be our headline. That would, yeah, that'd be the headline of the Chester's Mill, you know, nightly or something. Yes. That's right. The Chester's Mill star. Star. <laughs> but, but Ava does talk about, I'm sorry, um, Christine does tell Ava that, you know, she is pregnant with Barbie's baby. I guess that was... Because of what happened in the Matrix? In the pods, yeah. And so... That the pods and, transferred some of Barbie into her. I guess. Gross. But, but this is, <laughs> <this> is <laughs> going to be the new queen, so to speak. Right. So what's going to happen to Christine? Yeah. Well, it may be that Christine's, you know, body is being used by whoever it is, the, the, you know, the aliens here. And right. we'll just throw her away when there's a new uh, there's a new queen to come out of this. Well, she can't like that, right? Well, if she's under the control of something else, she may not 
have a choice. I mean, I care, okay. you know, that, okay. that sort of thing. That's, that's all I can. Or did she of. know that she was going to get taken? Oh, who knows? That could be. Was that too. part of her plan? Uh, who knows? Mm. But we do get, uh, we do get, uh, Ava back on board as junior kind of wrestles her and, uh, we get some more goop on her and saying, Oh, mm-hmm. I'm all now, in again. While we mentioned junior here, I want to pat ourselves on the back pat, pat, pat. for calling it, totally calling. They actually said out loud. Yes. This episode, what we said on last week's episode, that he is going to follow her because he's malleable. And that's pretty much what we said last he week. Needs, he needs somebody to tell him what to do as much as he may bristle at it. He needs that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we said last week. And and it's almost like they listened and then they just turned around and did what we said. That's a great... Which is awesome. Except for they had already, you know, taped it. But <laughs> still... <laughs> it's a great idea. Um, Write it down. <laughs> it was awesome. I was like, oh, my God. It's exactly what we said. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's pretty cool that we we caught that. But that's why she picked him. We're not psychologists. Just, We're not psychologists. We just play one on a podcast. <laughs> well, that he is malleable, but he is also someone that the town listens to. So yeah, that's uh, that that was a a pretty cool point that we chose, and then you know, woohoo! Yay! Let's <laughs> jump back a little bit. Uh, there was kind of another story going on here, and it's uh, it's kind of a tragic one. Uh, it's, it's Christine's attempt to manipulate Sam mm-hmm. and in uh, doing so find someone to, you know, to make the, make the scapegoat essentially, uh, to, to cause Sam to really hit bottom and come running back to Christine, not as a, you know, girlfriend type thing, but just as with nowhere else to go. Yeah. And man, she is, I almost, instead of the the position on the paper that I chose for myself this week, I almost wrote plain talking therapist, Karen, uh-huh. uh, because that seemed to be what she was doing. She was going around just laying it out for people. And when she talked to Abby, I was like, ow, that hurts. Ow, ow. Um, because she was saying it was your fault that your baby died. It was, you know, and that's really what, what did it to mm-hmm. Sam? Uh, well, because her, her moving on, her trying to get Abby to move on was really Abby. Thank you for playing. We have some nice party gifts for you, and let's <laughs> yeah. you know take take yourself and was, out of. And it, oh, and here here's a bottle of pills. Uh, you know, it's just kind of a push. Right. Wow. Exactly Brutal. right. And that was Sam's happiness. Essentially, was him drowning his sorrows with Abby. And she needs Sam to be this uplifting, uh, you know, leader of the group. And he had decided to leave that all behind in order to kind of drown his sorrows with Abby. So this is not going to make him turn back to lead the group, though. It may give him nothing else to do and nowhere else to go. Do you think? Well, I mean, I think he might just spiral. Come, coming back to see Abby in the bathtub, 
mm-hmm. and uh, and drowned. I think may just uh, cause him to think, well, you know, I re- maybe I really do need these people for me, if nothing else. You know, I can help them because I've gone through this, you know, uh, difficult time. But it, it may be just throw the guy down the hole, make him hit rock bottom, and then Christine's there. She threw him down there, but she's there to lend a helping hand to get him out of it. And uh, that may be what he needs to return to her, uh, return to trusting her. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. I could also see him spiraling. So. Yeah, it might might, might take a a toll on him that she was not anticipating. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. I mean, he's kind of a wild card as yes. far as yes. his uh, addiction goes. Because he, he flew back into that addiction real quick. So we'll see. Sure, it didn't take much. And she's and again, Christine is really trying to get him to, or get Joe to forgive him. Mm-hmm. And allow, well, know. and that might turn things around, but Joe is not, Joe's not going to go back. He's not zombified. No, I don't think. If if that happens, I'm going to be a little a little mad. <laughs> if Joe if Joe turns back, yeah, if yeah. Joe and Nori turn back, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> but you know, you'll you'll hear that here. <laughs> I promise you, you will hear my mad here. Um, keep, I will have a mad. <laughs> keep listening for the mad. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, okay. So what's next? Well, I uh, we've talked about Hunter and. Um, uh, I think some. I think the writers had just a fantastic time writing Nori's lines up on the roof. Yeah, I think so too. We live together. We work together. We moo together. Yeah. Just moo on. Yeah. And that's her way of saying, "Shake it off. Shake it off. <laughs> Get away." And you know, she's she's clearly heard the catchphrase. You know, move mm-hmm. on. Right. From, from Christine and right. is now again this is a, a uh this is letting us know that she is completely aware that she was being manipulated then and everybody else is being manipulated as well so it does sound like um and they, it has such a deep meaning i mean move? she's talking you know move on yes. she changed it to move on and then she's also talking about it being like cows cattle as in they're all kind of following uh, yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. so you know it's it's a very witty comment i thought yeah so. and yeah, like i said and, she's a sharp girl and uh it has some you know a, a double meaning number one you're just a bunch of cows but you're just a bunch of cows being you know led along by this um uh this uh cow herder exactly she's so smart I love that we got to interview her. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I love that whole talk on the roof. And it's sad that they twisted into something else. Yeah. And then there. when they try to, when, when Hunter, you know, calls them out on uh, having pushed him off. Well, no, they didn't push him off. Oh, but everybody, no. you know, back in, backing them into the corners here and uh, uh, definitely in full zombie mode. Wow. Yeah, that was a mob mentality, big time. Craziness. Yes, indeed. Well, the big 
wind up here for this uh, storyline was when Christine, we see her playing both sides here with uh, Julie, uh, with uh, Barbie and Pete and <laughs> telling Barbie, oh, I, I, I just, you're, you know what you're doing, but it's Pete. I, yeah, I can understand. He probably cut those beams and, you know, I think he wants to come out and take you out, boy. And then he goes to Pete and gives him, you know, a little bit of a contraband pig. I never yeah. thought I would say that phrase. <laughs> But, uh, but, but, you know, puts a suspicion in his brain about what Barbie wants to do with him. And, you know, of course, they, um, they, uh, they, they start looking out for, you know, trying to take care of the other one. Right. Yes. She's put a bug in both of their ears like, hey, he doesn't like you. Hey, he doesn't like you. Pass the note. Uh, Tell him, tell him. <laughs> and uh, and so she feels like no matter which one is going to listen to her, hilarity will ensue. Hilarity for, <laughs> for an odd definition of hilarity. Well, for her. Well, for her. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, Barbie goes to get Ava to help out Hunter. And then there's an explosion at the garbage cans. I don't know how Pete figured out that that's exactly where they would be. But, but... This fight ensues, and then we have... And now, the Barbie of the Week. Baseball bat attacking rib-busting incendiary exterminator. B-A-R-B-I-E. Barbie. Rated R for violence. This has been the Barbie of the Week. Gotta thank Barb for that one. Yeah. That was classic. So great. Spelled out Barbie there. And, yes. and of course, that's going to be where we get the Barbie of the week. <laughs> that was his scene. That was him. In fact, you will hear so many references to it when we uh, cover some of the other Barbies of the week. But yes, thank you, Barb, for that one. That was fantastic. And, and he goes all kingpin. Oh, man. On Pete. I don't know if you've seen Daredevil. Did you watch Daredevil at all? I did not. There's a scene where Kingpin gets mad at a Russian gangster and um, takes it out on his head in the car door. Ooh. So it's a it's reminiscent of this scene. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I bet you he didn't have uh, Ava taunting one of the guys, you know, who said, you're never going to be with you, buddy. But, you know, so. No, the Russian guy taunted him. Oh, okay. Well, there you are. <laughs> so, yeah. And it was enough, you know, she, she, she was really trying to get Pete to, to whack her so that uh, that would really get Barbie in an uproar. And it yeah. worked. Yeah. And, and at the end, Eva, Eva and Barbie kiss. And I was wondering. If that little, was a transfer. A little yeah. oxytocin going on there, you know. Well, she puts it on her mouth all the time. So, yeah. Oh, that's true. She rubs it all over her mouth, which is weird. <laughs> just, just, yeah. Yeah. Get some chapstick. <laughs> it's cheaper and it's, you know. Not it as, is. Not and you as keep in, running out of it. Not in short supply. That's true. Right. There's, <laughs> You know, it takes forever to run out of a chapstick tube. <laughs> you so lose it before has, you use it. There has to be chapstick in town. Right? You would think. Yeah. It's only been three weeks. It, where, where's they the, haven't run out of chapstick. Where's the local Walgreens? Right. <laughs> They they're running out of oxytocin. Oxytocin, oxytocin chapstick makes you feel real good. You don't care your lips are chapped. That's right. All righty. Well, let's move on here. Let's move on, I guess. To oh, uh, nice. Thank you. All right. Um, 
Let's go to Bird we Island. We both did it. <laughs> Let's go to Bird Island. And we had never Let's figured do. out, been told at least, what uh, the name comes from, but now we do know. Mm-hmm. Bird cages. And uh, the video's gone. The camera's gone. R.I.P. Robin Williams. So, the bird cage. Ah, yes. I love that movie. Anyway, go ahead. And 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 on the way here, this is where we first find out that Julia really does see the dog. Oh yeah, you put in Andy. Andy. <laughs> Indy. <laughs> but yes, yeah. she does get to see the dog. Yep. And they talk to the dog, so this is where I went, Oh, the dog's real. I'm gonna have to cop to it on the podcast. <laughs> so Yep. My theory was completely wrong. I would have loved As much it. as I would have loved yes. that theory to be true. That'd have yeah. been neat. That'd it, have been neat. It would have been a really cool plot point if that dog had been like created by the dome. But you know, whatever. I'm not a writer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just someone who watches the show. But and you know, I I still would have loved that to be a plot point if that had been like some weird, you know, creation of the dome, and it just came true at the end of the show. Yeah, and nobody saw it but Jim. Yeah. Right. And it it just never made any noise around anyone else. So Jim didn't really notice that no one else talked to it. And then it just happened in the last episode and no one was expecting it. That would have been awesome, right? I mean, like, <laughs> you know, like uh, a movie with uh, the kid and I see dead people. No, no one expected it until Sixth the end. Sense. Sixth Sense, yeah. And you can buy the Sixth Sense DVD from our <laughs> Amazon.com link. Right. See? Thank exactly. You. Well, they managed to get into the Acteon office there. Mm-hmm. And we find some information about Alaska. That's right. And we get a nice little, I would have liked to see, they did had a little video there, and that was interesting. But I would like to see more of kind of a flashback to uh, to what happened back there. But Now, yeah. you're talking about that oldie-timey looking video thing, right? Yeah. The, mm-hmm. Okay. Let me ask you a question, and I saw this in a in a review from the AV people. Um, hold on, let me give them credit. The AV Club. Um, it was. I'm going to say that there were video cameras set around the perimeter of the facility, mm-hmm. but in case there wasn't, how did they get the video of those guys jumping off the roof? <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> was there just a guy out there with a camera? Standing there waiting for somebody to walk to the roof. Oh, right. oh, finally, I get to do something. Right. Was it like that Disney movie where they set up the lemmings jumping off the cliff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. The um, movie. Yeah, well, yeah, and, and it's not like if you had security cameras, you wouldn't be pointing them up on the roof necessarily. You'd be pointing right. them down where people are, you know, walking. Although you could see the built the whole building. Yeah. I mean, you could see the doors and everything. So it could have just been a security camera. So and he, that's what I'm going with. Yeah, but, we'll go with that. But yeah. my question here is why would the why would the queen in this case, you know, whoever was the leader uh, kill all the people. Right. I mean, the whole point. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, as Christine's not doing that, she's not trying to kill all the people. She's just trying to kill those who, you know, aren't under the influence. Clearly, these right. folks were. So, Although, maybe they didn't know that that would happen. 
Because now, if you remember at the end of this episode and, you know, spoiler alert, but at the end of the episode, the doctor says that they need subjects, test subjects. So they may not know what's happening uh, exactly. So mm. they have Christine, who is the test subject, and then Big Jim, who is control. So they may be trying to test the limits of this control situation, uh, not knowing how far it can be pushed. And that may have been a situation where they were pushing too hard. Oh, okay. You think? I think they just didn't know what was going on. Yeah, the first time that they had it been uh, been uh, exposed to something like that and didn't know what to do right. with it. And didn't know how far they could yeah, push yeah. people. <clears throat> At least that's what I'm assuming, is it was just, oh, my bad. Uh, mm -hmm. I guess I killed everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Don't! Yeah. Uh, or that might not have been everybody. Now we also figured out uh because of of this uh this ex explanation from this uh Dharma I mean Actaeon uh, scientist <laughs> right yeah, about why it's Actaeon Energy it's an energy company that has been uh that has been manipulating all this because of you know these clean non radioactive energy source you know that's kind of that is a bit of a trope I was I was like oh was that it really yeah, but uh, it is. But that was uh, so. So at least we know why it's an energy company that is very interested in this. But now, go ahead. It's nice that they want to do it, but why is why does it have to be bad to get something good? Hmm. Indeed. Well, why? I think I think it may have been a a good intention from the beginning. But then when they saw what happened to the people who had touched the power. The yeah. Well, we need to, we, if we want this clean energy, we need to figure out what's going on and why it's going on. And, you know, that, that sort of thing, because, you know, they, they talked about how there were cells that started showing up in the bodies that were not from this earth, you know? And, uh, so, so, you know, it, it's, it's, we don't want to touch this stuff now, but we do need to figure out what's going on. I is there a yeah is there an ulterior motive? You know, some guy in the back, you know, right. rubbing his hands, you know, just ha ha ha. World and domination. I hate that it's like scientists bad. Why why can't scientists be good? Mm, well, maybe it's the uh, maybe it's just they're uh, led by a bad guy. Okay, that's my story. Okay, by Frank Whaley. But the, you know, the, um, and it explained, I think it explained one of the things I've noticed whenever we see the reflection of Christine or Ava in the purple rocks, it's always kind of pixelated. It's like, you know, particles mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And I'm wondering. Because it turned into these weird alien Well, things. I'm wondering if, you know, they said these cells are being created in them. And I'm wondering if what's, uh, what that reflection is is a reflection of just those cells you know they're all through them but they're here and there and here and there and here and there not you know not a whole um you know not cohesive just yet mm -hmm. yeah well definitely um well christine said that the thing is growing inside of ava so i'm thinking that it's definitely coming together inside of her. I don't think it's growing in the same sense that a baby grows. And hence why there wouldn't be a, a positive on the pregnancy test. Right. 
And uh, I think Christine is just turning into an alien, I think. I agree. Being, being turned into this alien being. And that might be why they need another queen. Because she is morphing into full something br- A full-bred queen, so to maybe. speak? Maybe. Hmm? Maybe. Maybe. That just occurred to me just now. Ooh. Just, just so you know, I'm copying to that. <laughs> that that just occurred to me. That she is being turned into something else. And who knows what. And again, pods, butterflies, mm-hmm. cocoons, and she is being transformed. And Acteon is trying to work on a cure to cure the butterfly, basically. Right. Can it be done? Right. Interesting. Hmm. But at some point, uh, we bring the butterfly to the um, to the to Bird Island. Julia gets Christine to come to the dock, and um, but Christine says it's too late to save humanity. So mm-hmm. you know, the question here She's is: She's really smug. Too. Yes. Oh, makes me so mad. But but you know, <laughs> too late to save them from what? You know, she's yeah. talking about humanity or Chester's Mill. If she's talking about humanity, then maybe that's what. The dome is, you know, there to protect Chester's Mill from what's happening to the rest of humanity. We still haven't seen much about what's going on outside the dome. And I keep I keep hoping we'll see a little more of that. Uh, even though the show is called Under the Dome, I'd like to see a little more about outside the dome. Is something going on out there that we need to know about? Mm. And also, remember, cocoons. Cocoons. Mm-hmm. Transformation happening inside a cocoon inside and then the it cocoon opening the opening and becoming loose and happening outside so is the dome a cocoon oh is the dome itself a cocoon up? yes right and, and then it will open and unleash these butterflies so who knows i mean i i'm just thinking it's it seems to be a theme no you know what i i'm gonna give you one of these Thank you. Yeah. I think you deserve <laughs> that. that. Is that a good thing? or <laughs> that's, that's a good thing. Okay. Okay. And I'm then, just wondering, you know, and they, then, they seem to have a theme. <laughs> that's true. Poor Jim. And I don't think I'd ever say that. I didn't never thought I'd say that. Uh, that right? Phrase. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I had a very, very still moment this week because... If you heard a dog on a show, for me, that is a line that if you cross it, oh, man. Game over. That would yeah. Be, that'd be the last Chester's Milk Gazette episode. Well, <laughs> I I have committed to you. So it wouldn't be. I would keep watching, but man, my heart would be broken because, mm, but if you heard an animal, like, a dog or a cat or something like that on a show. I am devastated. So ain't no coming back from that. Yeah. But I was like, if you kill Indy, I swear, <laughs> Frank Whaley, <laughs> <laughs> I will be so mad at you. I know you're at. Well, I don't. I don't know you're under. Sorry. <laughs> you know what I I'll thought? I'll get you. Yeah, there you go. What I thought was a little cheap was the fact that, you know, Jim says, that's the door, the way out. And the other, and the scientist says, no, no, this is the way out of the dome. You come with me. 
I would have thought that Jim would have didn't want to go out of the dome. He wanted his fiefdom under the dome. And mm-hmm. so I would I was I was surprised that he was so easily you know uh, pushed into going through, you know, the door toward the the bird cages. So well, that, that that seemed a little out of character with him. And did that did you get that vibe? Plot point. Plot I, point. Oh yeah, well, you know, maybe that's a maybe that's a nitpick that I should bring up. Yeah, it is kind of. It, I think he's more interested in what's going on with the scientists. Mm-hmm. So maybe he just wanted to see what was going on in there. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll go out with you and see what uh, see what's happening. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. So. Well, we want to know too. Thank you, Jim, for uh, checking it out for us. So we didn't get caught. It kind of backfired on him. <laughs> yeah, kind of. They had him, uh, you know, over a barrel under the dome, and right. uh, little little throat to the, you know, or a knife to yeah, the throat. Yeah, that was that was hairy for me. And that is something you you can see that was something finally that Big Jim really cared about. You know, at least a dog. I think he loves that dog more than Junior. <laughs> Unfortunately, mm, yeah. Because if they did that to Junior, I don't know that he would <laughs> care as much. Go ahead, kill him. And where is Julia? Do we know? I think at that moment she was bringing Christine to the uh, to the island. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but they know they have Julia. Yes. Because Frank Whaley's character, and I can't remember his name, the scientist guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, he knows they have her as the control subject, um, as the as the experimental subject. Yes, subject. right, right. So uh, we don't know exactly where Julia is, but she's there. So she might be in another cage. Who At knows? At some point. Yeah. All righty. Well, I think we've uh, I think we've covered it. I think so too. All righty. Well, let's get to this. Some... Was a crazy episode. Yes. Crazy, crazy. And but we're getting answers. That's why yeah, this. That's why I didn't give it. Make my head spin. Yeah, well, that's true. But I, I didn't. Uh, that's why I didn't give this a six. Yeah. We're getting some answers. Yeah. As long as we're moving forward, I'm. I'll give it over a five. Okay. All righty. <laughs> right. Well. Let's talk about uh, some of the uh, lowlights of this episode. We've uh, we want to say goodbye to Pete the Carpenter. He uh, he was a great guy. He was never, I don't think, ever really uh, under the spell under the dome. No, he lost his head. Oh oh! Ouch! That didn't deserve anything. Didn't deserve it. <laughs> oh. So, so we'll miss him. Mm-hmm. We like I, I I liked him as a character. He 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 could stand up <sighs> to Junior. Never, yeah, but come on, he was such a misogynist. Okay, well he had that uh, that flaw. That flaw. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. There was that. But he knew his load bearing beams. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then it, poor yeah. Abby. Yeah, she couldn't tread water. Well, you know, but the thing about, I mean, her her demise, you know, it was like yeah, Pete. She had was a definitely ch- pushed. I was going to say Pete had a chance to defend himself. Abby was just shoved down the stairs. You know. Yeah, that was that was bad. Wow. Christine was ruthless. 
in her demise. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, your fault. Yeah, you screwed up. Here, have some mm-hmm. pills. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Push, so push. bad. So bad. Yeah. And then I added yes. <laughs> a third, a VI piglet. <laughs> a VI piglet. She said it was, it was for VIPs. Oh, that's piglet. okay. <laughs> that's right. It's a VI piglet. <laughs> oh, dear, dear. Yeah. So another VI piglet died. Oh, what a hassle. Maybe we'll see some more later. Okay. Well, that was two. I mean, if if the VIPs are going to eat pork, it's going to have to be another VI piglet. <laughs> you heard that you heard that term here first, folks. Yes, that's right. That's right. VI piglet. Okay. Coined by me. That's what we've said. Let's hear what you've said. And let's start with some Barbies of the week. This thing has taken on a life of its own. And amazing. Uh, um, we get so many. It's awesome. <laughs> I don't have to do them anymore. It's great. I don't have to come up I with know. any. We had the official Barbie of the week from um from Barb, but we have a runner-up Barbie of the week. And it's from Bonita. The Barb and Bonita, a bunch of bar- and the Barbie, it's all the bees here. And maybe that's because it's, you know, like a beehive. I don't know. Okay, Ooh. this one, and there's a lot of bees in this Barbie of the Week, too. Here it is. Bonita said, Building Inspector Barbie comes with baseball bat to bash in heads of suspected code violations. <laughs> and I gave that one a thumbs up because of the code violations. <laughs> but that's why he he decided to off Pete. It was the code violations that pushed him over the it. Dude, don't cut, you know, we don't, don't cut <laughs> yeah. beams. In half. That's oh, right. for crying out loud. Now, I, I, who did, I, I got to ask, we've got to kind of go back to that because it's like, okay, Pete says he didn't do it. Barbie didn't do it. Christine did. But Christine did. Why did, was it her intention to knock out all those walls? I thought she was just trying to move people in. It was Junior's idea to knock out the walls. I think she did it in order to push, you know, the, the tensions higher in order to blame something on someone else. Hmm. Cause I, cause I think so up until that point, Pete had been, been kind of okay, you know, and helping out and all that stuff. So she would have had to have done it. I'm trying to think when, when, when I think she did it. Yeah. Who else would do? Something well, that's like true. That? Who else? But I'm, I'm trying to think of a timeline here. Who, who knows? Who knows? Hmm. All right. I've, we've got a bunch, maybe here. sometime during the night when everyone was looking up at the moon. Looking at the moon. There you go. You know, there or or, or making uh, c- cattle feed chili. Exactly. Mm, stick to your. Hey, ribs. look over there, Skynet. <laughs> and then she goes in and <laughs> cuts them all up. Yep. Okay, Troy gave us Troy, Sir Troy from the End of the Room Radio podcast <laughs> gave us three. Hi, he did a great job, man. Temper tantrum, Barbie, complete with information withholding girlfriends. That is true. Girlfriends, plural. Plural. They all do it. <laughs> Baseball slugger Barbie hitting home runs one head at a time. Oh, that gets one of these. I'm sorry. Yes. Yep. Yep. And Captain Obvious Barbie, complete with perfectly cut ceiling beams. Yep. All righty. Go ahead. How give us. You suspect. <laughs> I don't get it. Captain S- Obvious. Should I give Sir Wayne's? Give Sir Wayne's. He's also from Under the Dome Radio. That's right. Sir Wayne, 
He gives us birdcage Barbie. If anyone should be locked up due to their violent behavior, it's Barbie. That's true. He's and then shop, shop foreman Barbie. License? I don't need no stinking license. No. <laughs> he uh, he, he did some carpentry in the in the Matrix. That's all it takes. <laughs> well, you know, people people keep what they learned in the Matrix. They we did. learned that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll also give Corey's. Corey, who is on many other podcasts, Triple Cast and the Horror Podcast and all that other stuff. Um, no action hero Barbie. I love this one, by the way. No action hero Barbie. Not cool enough to walk in slow motion away from the explosion. <laughs> and I put together a little picture of Wolverine walking away from an explosion. And then Barbie next to him taking notes on a notepad. <laughs> That's how you do it. That's right. Um, his next one is, if you're going to get me, I'm going to get you first, Barbie, complete with vicious beating, brainwashed damsel in distress sold separately. <laughs> and then by appointment only, Barbie comes with complete daily schedule that will be constantly interrupted. That was another one of the classics. I like that one. Yeah, by I appointment like only, Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rachel clearly did not like uh, this season's Barbie. She came up with, I was better last season Barbie, complete with flashlight and Acteon logo t-shirt. Gallows sold separately. (laughs) And Earl had the vacant stare Barbie. I think he was referring to the little What's Your Barbie of the Week picture that I posted on our uh, Facebook group. And he's just kind of, you know, with his... Fist against the the dome, you know, kind of looking at you. Yeah, kind of vacant stares. His name says it all. You know, that's what it was. But yeah. he did have a another one for this week. Sandlot Slugger Barbie comes complete with bat and anger management issues. <laughs> and now, now Mark Dakote gave us. Uh, now he's from Solo Talk Media. He has an Under the Dome podcast as well. He came up with Batter Up Barbie, but that's it. No, no yeah, accessories. No accessories. Hello. So, so you know, Mark, if if you want to become the Barbie of the week, you've got to, you you, you, you got to give us a little more to work with there. But otherwise, <laughs> glad you uh, glad you joined. Go ahead and tell us what I like, Chris said. I like Batter Up Barbie. That's nice. That what? Yeah, it, um, nice alliteration. Yes, uh, Chris said CSI Barbie comes with all the tools necessary for a forensic breakdown of a construction crime scene. There you are. Maybe that's those uh, are all great. Maybe that's a spinoff, you know, of Under the Dome and the CSI <gasps> franchise. CSI Barbie. CSI Barbie. <laughs> nice. You could bring in, you know, the the viewing audience from both those shows. I like it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not. I don't know. Get. <laughs> Is that the same channel? CBS? Um, I don't know. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Because. Cool. CSI, I think, is yeah. CSI CBS because it. Uh, I know when we're doing the Person of Interest podcast, CSI, I think, is the uh, uh, the lead into Person of Interest on the awesome nights. It's on. Yes, there we are. Okay, how about you take Barb's letter to the okay. editor? I'd be happy to. So Barb writes us, "Hello, Karen and Doug. Hello, hi, Barb." This is Barb, your political cartoon lampoonist, calling in with what may be a strange report. We had that deep freeze about two weeks ago, but all anyone can talk about is the chill from Alaska. We're fluctuating between hot and cold in Chester's hell. I mean, Mill. Let me give you some examples. One, 
Nori is so hot for Joe that she practically wants to marry him after knowing him a mere three weeks. You got to remember, that's she, that's the real time, yeah. I know. That's dome time. Then she gives him the shivers by telling him to kill her if she turns to the dark side. That'll kill a bug. Now the town's now the townsfolk have gone all cold against the couple. I'm thinking one of them may coolly kill the other during this alien freeze. My bet is on Nori doing the evil deed to Joe, and we're not talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number two, Barbie's making B- Big Jim look good with his new hot temper. <laughs> Taking a swing at girlfriend number one, coldly dissing and walking out on girlfriend number two, and then pulverizing new army buddy Pete after the hot and fiery explosion didn't disable him. And just when you think the alien goo in his veins has been replaced with ice water, (laughs) he suddenly gets hot and bothered with the alien girlfriend number two. Wow, since the water is apparently now in great supply, can somebody give this guy a cold shower? <laughs> yeah, and by the way, where did they get their water? Weren't yeah. they short on water before? Yeah, and, and okay. the, uh, the, the reservoir, the water tower got knocked down. Yeah. Right. Okay, anyway. Number three, and speaking of cold showers, dot, 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 dot. Sam found the cold, lifeless body of new hot squeeze, rope marked around the neck, Abby, floating in the tub. She must have gotten the water from the melted ice cubes of their drinks. (laughs) Ouch, Barb, ouch. Sorry, that was cold. I see what you did there, Barb. Number four, Dr. Frankenstein. What a guy. Do we know his name? I like that name, though. Yes, there's a name. I, I can't remember what it is. He has a name. Um, he told us about Alaska and then coldly used the poor dog, Indy, to get info from a scared Big Jim. I thought they were going to kill the dog. And quite frankly, if they had, this would have been my final report. See, Barb and me again on the same wavelength. Yep. Nothing is colder than killing a homeless pet, a helpless pet, not homeless pet. Under oh, the maybe, dome. Maybe he's homeless, too. Who knows? Oh, well, he was. Uh, under the dome would have been put into deep freeze mode. I put, oh, sorry. Frank Whaley is I Dr. Dug- Marston. Oh, Dr. Marston. Okay. Um, I dug up some evidence that there are big happening, big happenings in the days ahead. So might need to stick around for a bit. Please send critter traps as I heard that a lemming problem may be emerging around <laughs> here. This is Barb signing out. Now, where did I put my camera? <laughs> you know, Barb, I think I've seen the thing you're talking about, uh, Big Happenings in the Days Ahead. I've seen a bit of a, there is a very, very spoilerish video uh, trailer. Well, it, it happened at the end of this episode. Oh, was it? Coming oh, next on, yeah. Oh, I did not see that. I uh, I, st- I stopped before uh, watching the uh, the scenes from next week. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And I'm thinking that perhaps they're doing a bait and switch, but I think some of it is probably true, but mm-hmm. some of it is a, I'm going to fool you thing. Uh, so okay. All right. I'm just saying that right here. I, I'm not, I don't know for sure. So we don't anyway. have any inside knowledge. No. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. Anyway. You, you sound like Ava saying, well, I'm. am I really the same per- person you think we, I am? We have a spoiler area, you know. Okay. We'll get into that. Yes. 
Right. All right, Justina, Justina, we actually have some audio. It's great. Hi, Justine. I love audio. Hi, Karen and Doug. This is Justina, investigative reporter for the Chester's Mill Gazette. The residents of Chester's Mill are exhibiting symptoms of a hive mind. Nobody seems to be able to think for themselves. The level of connection to Christine seems to be directly proportionate to the level of that goop in your system. And since the amount of oxytocin goop available is finite, Christine is choosing which of the key players she is going to use it on that will have the most influence to keep the town under her control. At the moment, Junior is completely under her control, but Acteon has Big Jim. When it comes down to it, what's going to be stronger, blood or oxytocin goop? When Junior discovers that Acteon has his father, will he care? Will he do anything to help Big Jim? I'll have to continue to investigate this. As for Big Jim himself, I don't believe they'll be able to keep him in a cage very long. Big Jim will always find a way out. Chester's Mill is his town, and there's no way he's just going to lay down and take it from Acteon. (laughs) Ava has something growing inside her? I knew it! I just knew it! Her (laughs) alien baby is going to change this game. I gotta go. I'm going to be late for my shift at the cow-chow sorting station. And if I'm late, they might realize that I'm not under their spell. That's what's going on this week under the dome. Thanks, Thanks Justina. Thanks, Justina. Oh, man alive. Yeah, she, she was convinced that there, yeah. And and as were a number of other folks that, yes, indeedy, Ava has got something growing. Though, mm-hmm. as as you mentioned, is it growing or congealing or yeah, you know, being you know manufactured? Who knows? And she's giving me a chance to do my big gym impression. This is my town. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That then you know, I, I I couldn't see him leaving the dome. That's the that's the thing. Yeah, yeah that's it's his. This town. is my boat. <laughs> Get out of it, you dog. And then this week it was this is my cage. <laughs> okay you know Corey posted on the facebook page a very interesting um timeline here's here's what he said he said i think the timeline Corey flowers by flowers this is not the Corey, uh the australian Corey from uh from the uh the triple what was it called triple Triple cast Cast. yes of course Corey flowers said this I think the timeline goes like this. And we're talking about the egg. Mm-hmm. Melanie Cross. This was an answer to my question from last week. Yes. What, what, what is the timeline of that? Mm-hmm. So he said, Melanie Cross touched the egg, but died before the download could be complete. Egg gets buried. Fast forward to right before the dome comes down. Christine and Ava have been hired to find the egg. They are in Chester's Mill. Christine touches the egg. Download completed. If Melanie hadn't died, she would have been the queen alien. Since Melanie touched the egg, some of her was saved, but she died and the alien couldn't use her like Christine. Very nice. 
And then there right. was a reply to it from Earl Gately. He said, I would expand it to say the dome collapsed at exactly the same time the egg completed download to Christine. This was so the alien, insectoid obviously, had a safe haven to do its work. Where, though, has Ava been since the dome's collapse? Were both Christine and Ava cocooned immediately? Was the avatar of Melanie created merely to get everyone else into their cocoons? Sounds plausible, well, at least for this show. Yeah, that's uh, that's about right. Yeah, the only uh, part of it that I'm not sure of is what happened to it between when Christine and Ava found it and the download happened and it got put back onto the ground with a little mini dome over it. So did Christine just leave it there in the forest with the d- mini dome over it? And what was she the f- compelled to leave it there? What were the four hands needed for? You know, that sort of thing. Yeah, well, that's a loophole. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a story issue. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the timeline issue is, was she just told, hey, leave it there because the town needs it for this or this or this, whatever. Um, so that's the only part. But, yes, that timeline makes perfect sense to me. And so, and so it sounded like it would sound like Christine and Ava were in the cocoons pretty pretty soon after that, do you think? I'm guessing that yeah, they <clears throat> whatever happened with the cocoons, um they touched it, got the download and uh they got sewn into these cocoons underground soon after. There there's some sort of entrance to them out there on bird island where the all the scientists are Ah, okay i'm guessing because they were part of that and what was melanie then was melanie a a, an expression of the uh the aliens yeah the dome yeah creating her and uh, well the, the dome is the aliens i'm guessing yeah you know yeah whatever whatever this entity is and but it had she all her touched, memories. It had all her memories, which I thought. Well, she touched the egg, so whatever uh, might have gotten. They it. had some imprint of her. Yeah, yeah. So it it was an exchange of information, and I think the same goes for Christine. And it may just be an avatar, of Christine, as well. I mean, it may be some weird hybrid thing. So a weird hybrid as opposed to a pretty normal alien hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, who knows? <laughs> who knows? All right, folks. We are not the Chester's Mill star. Remember? No, no. So no. We are not conjecturing about that. And we're not the Chester's Mill geographic knowing, you know, all this uh, scientific stuff or <laughs> scientific. I don't know if you want to call it that. Okay. Right. If you have feedback, audio or Video, well, not that's not going to work really well, I guess, here, but or typey type or typey type, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Then there's a bunch of different ways to do this. Um, if you can get it to us by Sunday at 6 p.m., that gives you loads of time to do it. A couple of things you can call 304 837 2278 and you can record it there, or you can go to goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback and you can type text in there. You can create your own audio file and upload it there. And you can use the handy-dandy, nifty speak pipe widget. You click on the graphic, it turns on your microphone, and you talk away. Really cool. That's right. There are so many options. 
And then there's more. Wait, there's more. But wait. You can do. It's like an infomercial. Yeah, we get it. Well, you know, we're getting more and more like a tabloid here. I know. We are on Twitter at CMilGazette GSM. That's the official Twitter feed. And if you want to, during the episode, if we are on, I'm, I'm sorry, I missed doing the show live, uh, tweeting things live, uh, this past week, but usually I'm there. Uh, that's our, that's our Twitter handle, but the Facebook page where you can put your theories, your thoughts, your concerns, and your Barbies of the week is on Facebook. Uh, look for the Chester's Mill Gazette Facebook group. Very cool. You yes. can't miss it. And send us, um, Barbies of the week on Twitter as well. That's anyway. where Barb gave us her Barbie of the week. Barb's Barbie. Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, folks. We've told you what's happened this past week. Let's find out what's happening in next week. What's the weather, Karen? What's coming up? Well, next week, I had to dig for this because it's not being released. Like, I, I couldn't find it anywhere. I had to go channels. to one of the pictures and look in the description of the picture. So, uh, the metadata of the picture, as it were. Um, we we are on, we are hackers here at the, the Chester's. Movie well, it might right be now. on Spoiler TV, uh, but I went through this stuff and I couldn't find it there easily. So um, here's the deal: it's called Caged. So when Big Jim is captured by Acteon, the dangerous private corporation that's descended on Chester's Mill to harness the dome's energy capabilities. He's forced to manipulate Christine for information about her agenda. So apparently they are put in the same area. Well, I'm, you know, I read that. I look at that. And I'm thinking Big Jim has to be forced to manipulate somebody. I thought that's just what he does. Oh, he, he wants to. <laughs> I, I think that the wording is wrong. I think he just. He's, he's enjoying he manipulating Christine. Thank you. Yeah, I think they're just wording it wrong. Um, also, when Joe and Nori question the town's new rules, they find themselves in a dangerous face-off with the increasingly unstable residents on Under the Dome, Thursday, July 23rd at 10 p.m. Eastern on the CBS Television Network. Yeah, yeah. The increasingly unstable residents. Yeah, so the, apparently that just picks off Picks up where we left off. I guess unstable is another word for zombified. Yes. <laughs> I guess so. That, that's the first thing that comes to mind, yes. Yeah. So nothing about Barbie or Julia or uh, any of those in next week's description, but there's going to be some things happening with them as well. Maybe we'll have a we, tough time coming up with a Barbie of the Week. We got, ha- we got no, all the, new people. No. <laughs> <laughs> there's always going to be something. There, they're in next week's episode. They're in some of the the trailers. And oh, stuff, okay, so. all right. I was they're just in. wondering. They're maybe, just not in this. Maybe this, they wouldn't this. have you know Barbie in one episode completely. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> He's in this episode. <laughs> um, they're just not in my description. That is just the description I found. Alrighty. Uh, I didn't see any any little clips with uh, Big Jim though. So he's caged. Yep. He's caged. Thus. The title of Hence the, the name, yes. Right. Alrighty, folks. So that's our spoilers for next week. And I can't wait to talk to you about it. Oh. Hopefully it'll be a little better. Maybe we'll do better than sevens this time. Maybe. I hope so. 
<laughs> well, folks, thanks for reading this issue of Chester's Mill Gazette. We had a great time putting it together for you. It's uh, it's so much fun, and especially when you all participate. So, participate. Thank you. And while I'm heading out the door, my name's Doug, and I'm just wanting to make sure I didn't leave the bathroom water running. I hope your bathroom is on the second floor. Ooh, yes, it is. Oh, see that bath. And I'm Karen saying... Chester's Mill Gazette is presented by Golden Spiral Media at goldenspiralmedia.com.